Charm Diamond Centers. Okay, not bad, but remember, those three little words carry a lot of weight. Has to say 50 years of a family-owned business. Charm Diamond Centers. Dylan, think lifetime diamond guarantee, unbeatable pricing policy, stores across the country filled with experts who love love. Charm Diamond Centers. 0% interest financing, trade-up policy, easy payments. I need to feel that in your voice. It has to sound like Charm Diamond Centers. Wow, that was really good. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. You're listening to Oilers Nation Radio, presented by the Nation Network. Subscribe for free on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts from. Oilers Nation Radio, episode 95,612. Gang's all here. Bag Milk, Liam, Dan, Rick, Tyler. We got so much to talk about since we didn't do a Tuesday episode. Literally hours of content coming your way right now. Hours? Tyler's excited about Two it. Two or three, four hours even. Mm-hmm. I, if we dropped a four hour episode of this podcast, I would love to go into the numbers after on ACAST and, and see, see what time people start dropping seeing out. Seeing like how. See, I, just, <laughs> I bet that as somebody who's done a bunch of like three hour podcasts, I think the analytics would be interesting that we would have a bunch of people consume it in like four chunks. Oh, yeah. It's kind of like when I watched The Wolf of Wall Street. That is a three-hour movie. How Over long the course it of eight days, I, it took me a week once to watch the Wolf. <laughs> See, there you go. Like that's what I mean. Like you just minutes of Game of Thrones. That makes sense. yeah. This was a few years ago. That I watched the Wolf of Wall Street. I should You're really still get not back done. on it. So that's what we should do today. It's coming out. You a four-hour episode. Tyler's excited. Looks riveted. Liam's going to stream Wolf of Wall Street <laughs> while we walk, while we do the episode. Good movie. Great movie. Yeah. Yep. Just do a live play-by-play for us, Liam. What is the senior? I haven't now? seen it. I haven't seen it. I'm watching Castle and Modern Family at the moment. Wow. And I'm watching problem. Succession in periods. I'm on Tyler's already seven. had enough. He's out. Yeah, you know what Tyler, I started Tyler watching just up. recently? <laughs> the Simpsons. Uh, from season like starting 13, season one? From season 13, the minute that it got started getting bad what you got ratings. There? Is that a cocktail? I mean, no. It's the rock power drink. It's, the, a, yeah, it's an energy drink. What, the, what the happened rock. in season 13? Yeah, why is there Y13? That's when it started to get panned by the critics. How many seasons are there now? Like 30? Uh, 25, I think. Or no, no, it's definitely in the, th- the 30s. Let's Google it. Oh, we have okay. the power. How yep, many How many seasons of The seasons Simpsons have there been? Of The Simpsons. I can't. There's five seasons. Survey of says, Liam. 30, 34. Fuck yeah. now. Do you know what show actually, so my girlfriend watches Simpsons all the time. And when she's not watching The Simpsons, she watches Futurama. Mm-hmm. Yep. Now that show is it's funny. That show, Fantastic. Very has funny show. A lot more life than any other show in history. <laughs> Hasn't it been canceled? That maybe twice? Family Guy. Yeah, Family Guy yeah, was shut down. Guy. I got one though. Futurama's been shut down twice, twice or three times now. 
Oh, I didn't know that. They're still making another one. It's coming back for another. Well, he's definitely the third time was it was just done. Yes, I don't think it's coming back. I think it's coming back again. Was your energy I, drink I too strong? You had to go get some water. Might have a Futurama reboot coming. Back. Is you Futurama coming back? You do need a cocktail. Is it coming back with a ba- on Hulu this time? The announcement came in February <laughs> 2022. Twenty more episodes. Futurama is back. That show gets more wow. reboots than the show reboot had. Uh, R.I.P. Reboot. There's Bender. So. Will the Simpsons ever die? Um, I don't think I, so, man. I think it I will think... when one of the core voice actors nope. sadly passes away. I don't, away. Think, so. I don't think so. I false because Marge has already passed. Oh, and, well, and the, the voice words. is very different. And but that uh, is jarring. But I think that what the Simpsons needs to do, and this is just me out of nowhere, is just rebrand, restructure, kind of re- retool the show a little bit. But I don't think it'll ever. Cool. Why? It's gone thirty-four years. What's so the, and it makes point, me. Like, I think eh. there's that show. We're going to fix the Simpsons on this episode. And merch and just replays makes so much fucking money that they'll keep that thing going until no one can do it anymore. The stuff that's the stuff that's coming out right now. I mean, obviously I'm a little biased because hockey fights got the, got the info and I became friends with the writer of that episode. But I, I, some of the stuff that they do now is really good. So I'd kind of heard that the show had a bit of a, and again, I don't watch, I used to watch like every episode in PVR during that animation domination, like night, right? Uh, I heard that the show actually started to get better. Like it got bad at season 13, bad, bad, bad. But around like season 26 or 27, people say it got better because the writers who are now getting hired for it were people who grew up on the good early seasons and like oh. knew what the diehards wanted a right. little bit more. That, yeah, makes, no, sense. that makes sense. Yeah, I, I, uh, I'll let you know. I'll let you know when I get to seasons 23 and 24. Where are you at now? Uh, still in season 13. Just about You should just actually track like... After every episode, rate on a scale of one to ten how much you enjoyed it. The Dan and, rankings. Yeah, yeah, and then you could have like rankings for each season, and maybe we could like see a graph of how much. The Dankings. I'm gonna do this for <laughs> season 14 on. I will. There, there you go. go. Done. New project for the okay. summer. Go. Good start, guys. All right. Simpsons. For our friends at Oodle Noodle, after four and a half minutes, we're gonna get into a delicious debate. Yep. Which was your favorite episode of the season? <laughs> <laughs> 18 locations accounting yep. Edmonton locations have stickers. I did hear a couple of them are out. We're remedying that. So just keep letting us know. Slide it into my DM. Say bag milk. There's no stickers at X location. Credit we'll to nation fans for showing up and wanting them. Yeah. You keep, want the stickers. You want the green out. onion cakes. You want the spring rolls. That's what you do. I might go tonight. What are you going to get? Probably uh, everything you just said along with the uh, Tokyo glaze. You going to get a sticker? Uh, yeah, I think you should. You don't have access to enough of them. <laughs> just, just play this episode for them. And that's yes. your order. Boom. Liam is up this week with the delicious debate, sir. For our friends at Oodle Noodle, what have you for us today? So on Oilers Nation every day today, we had Mr. Frank Cervalli on the show and I asked him what will Ken Holland's summer look like? And he said, it'll be fairly aggressive. Mm. So my question to the audience and to you gentlemen in the room is what would be an aggressive move for Holland to make? Like what big upgrade would you want him to seem like maybe splurge on a little bit? One a perm. <laughs> yes. If he wants to get aggressive, he needs a new look. Now a perm would get started on that. They're coming mm. back. Maybe the mullet. Oh, you know, oh. a power oh. mullet for uncle Ken. Now, no, Jay Woodcroft gets the mullet. Oh, Jay Woodcroft power mullet. Yeah. One of them has to grow a Liam style mustache. This thing is coming in quite nice. It's coming in nicely. You're yeah. just a whole new lifestyle for you. Uh, is, but to be honest, yeah. though, I think like aggressive, I think Cody CC is going to go. 
Not because I don't like Cody Ceci. I just think, what are you looking at? I don't like Cody Ceci. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> he said he, well, you did dump him for Ryan Murray. I did. He was, he was a good looking guy. So I think Cody Ceci is going to go. I think Yamo is going to go. Mm-hmm. Again, we're talking about dollars out. So I think those are two big moves. I think that's pretty aggressive now. I think so. I are think, those big moves? Yeah, those I are cap dumps. Yeah, those. I don't. Yeah, I, was I, I didn't say, say big moves. I said aggressive. Oh. Those are. I, yeah, I don't know. Like the aggressive. Aggressive to me is I do think you'll they'll look for a top six forward and top four defenseman, and those will be because Yamo and CC are probably find themselves on the it's on like, the outside looking in. I guess. What do you mean by aggressive? But I. I uh, yeah. I. I I don't think like I get aggressive because it's a top six forward and a top four defenseman, but not aggressive in a, in a sense that he's going to be making, you know, dubious amount of trades at the end of, at the deadline. I think I only we'll see, see a couple. I only see it like outside players coming in, maybe two or three that aren't in the organization right now. With that comment, it leads me to believe Warren Fogel also might be marching out the door. Yeah. Send out the three. The ones I give you about just under 10 million to spend on top of what you've got. You obviously got to resign Bouchard. Maybe that allows you to go and get a, a better top six forward along with but when we, top four defensemen when too. When we say spending though, that mean that then you have to look at just UFAs, right? Because you can't spend trade. in a trade per se. You could. But Yam's not going to bring the, the, the return for even all three of those guys isn't going to be a top six forward or a top four defenseman, right shot defenseman. That is no, what but a, like it could be in conjunction with something. Although at the same point, like I think of the Matthias Ekholm trade, that was a bunch of pieces that you didn't necessarily think would end up as Matthias Ekholm. I think that I would say that I don't think they're going to be as aggressive this year because I don't, picture anything that you guys just listed as being that aggressive. It, yeah. It depends on what your the Matthias Ekholm <laughs> pickup aggressive is. is an aggressive pickup. That's a pickup that came out of nowhere. Yeah. Where Basically is the baseline two first round picks out the yeah. door? Yeah. And that, that's a Ken Holland aggression too, right? That's the thing. That was an aggressive that, trade. That's the piece that I, I always kind of forget when it comes to Ken as being our GM is that for Ken aggression is like making a move and making a big splash like that. I don't think that those tweaks are necessarily aggression. But I think you have to move out those three guys to become aggressive. Yeah, that's fair. What about second, maybe like ball go some, go somewhere and you bring in like a Travis Konechny. Yeah. I mean, now, that would be like, aggressive. You're right. Cause there are two ways. If you move out Yamamoto for cap space, there's two ways you can go. You could check down and just get a free agent, right? Mm. Get Connor Brown, get James Van Riemsdyk. We talked to Frank Abo uh, today. Could do that. Or yeah, you could give up next year's first and Xavier Borgo and try to get Travis Konechny or try to get a five to six million dollar winger and really bolster the team. So I, yeah, yeah, I think you. I think what you do is you end up moving out those guys for the cap space. You spend that cap space on that defenseman you think is out there, whether it be Severson or Love or whoever else in the top ten we talked about there last week. And then if you do go get a Connor Brown, he's a UFA, correct? Yep. Yes. Then yeah, you're bringing him in for that third line. You're looking from the within to. Uh, replace replace that spot in the top six then Stoffer yesterday i guess two days ago tweeted next season uh it was just it was matthias at 33rd birthday happy birthday matthias the end part was interesting where it goes next season i wouldn't hesitate moving the 24 or the 25 first overall or first round pick to upgrade the team adding another impact player with term would be big so do you now do you do that though in the off season or is that a move if you go in there not on ltir is that a move you make during the season if the tra- if there's a trade there, I don't see why you would have to wait. Like yeah, if, like you're, it, if you've got a 
trade in place where an impact player that'll upgrade you in a position of need. Why wouldn't you trade it? Because I, I then you're betting on yourself that your first round pick is going to be low in the round anyway, which we would assume if Washington all of a sudden is like, Hey, we're taking calls on Tom Wilson. If the flyers are like, Hey, we're taking calls on connect me. Like, you know, yeah, get in on Tom Wilson. I would fucking love Tom Wilson. <laughs> I don't think it's like totally insane that they move him either. I would just be What's worried. Five and a half. Five point one UFA at the end of next year. I would be scared shitless at what Ken Holland signs him to next summer. But for the one year, it'd be fun. Man, Tom Wilson just being. If you have a line where on one side is a Vander Kane, somebody in the middle, and then Tom Wilson on the other side, nobody's touching anybody. Oh, and if Drysaddle's their center, who's touching Nuge the puck? The Nuge the enforcer in the middle. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, can you I'll imagine those Wilson three later. getting a cycle going in the offensive yeah. zone? Good luck. Good luck. <laughs> oh my god! Even if you do get the puck, there's a good chance Tom Wilson will clean your clock out. <laughs> so I would say, I would say a Tom Wilson pickup would be aggressive. That would be an aggressive, hugely aggressive. Yeah. Dude, I'd be. Going, <laughs> if you're going out and you're getting a name, another player that's added in there, another piece in the offseason, that would be aggression. Yeah. Tom Wilson. I'd be mad. That'd be fun. <laughs> We're all like, I'm oh, super give me Tom Wilson idea. right now. Then let's go back and play Vegas one more time. Yeah. Just I'm, I'm <laughs> hey, good with hey, it. Hey, Petrangelo, you want to start swinging again? I would prefer Konechny, but Wilson would be something. That'd be fun though. Why? Uh, What's the price tag? Five and a half. Right? So almost the same. So Wilson's a, bit, a hair, hair cheaper. A little bit more cap wise. Yeah. One more year of... Uh, control because he's got two years left on the deal and Travis Konechny scored 30 goals in 60 games last year on a generally dog shit hockey team. He, he could score 40 here. I don't think Tom Wilson, but does he get, does guy. he get the opportunities that on a, on a better team when you're on the dog shit team, you're getting a lot of opportunities. Yeah, we're bringing in. him in to play with dry settler McDavid, right? Take Yamo spot. So he'll get chances. 22 points in 33 games last year. For Only Wilson. five of them were on the power play. Three were shorthanded. The other 23. Good math. Tyler. But is there a chance that still not a lot of connect power play time for these guys? will absolutely destroy someone at center ice. Yes. Okay. I like that. He's only five ten, but he, like he's a little, he, is he kind of like Yamamoto, but stronger and can score more? In the sense of yeah. like, he's kind so of better just, generally. Is he yeah. better Yamamoto? Yes. Injury yes. history. <laughs> well, he only played six. He's long Yamamoto. <laughs> but okay. His career games played through. He's been in the league for so seven years, me. which is crazy. 70, 81, 82, 66, 50, 79, 60. So, you know, mm. it's not concerning. You heard it here first. Tom Wilson. Next Edmonton Oiler. What are you guys talking about? I'm fixated on Tom Wilson now. <laughs> it really is like, it's one of those things where you get that idea in your head and like Dan's smiling like crazy because yeah. he knows his hockey <laughs> site would be popping off. But like, I could just, I can see it already. Hockey fights is posting videos of Evander Kane and Tom Wilson, both <laughs> on the same ice, grabbing people and fighting yeah. everyone. Shirtless. Yeah. Oh, if we're getting greedy. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, back to the question at hand for the delicious debate. Tyler, what does it even mean to be aggressive for Ken Holland? Well, go get Tom Wilson or Travis Konecki, uh, right? Like, I mean, <laughs> that's what we're talking about here. I kind of outlined it. You're, if you're going to move out CC and Yamamoto, there is an easy way to replace them. And it's you go sign Connor Brown and you sign Scott Mayfield and you say, hey, we got a different look here. Both these guys should be better than the pieces we moved out. We spent an extra million bucks. We're good. If you want to get like crazy aggressive, you move out those two. You move out Warren Fogle. You replace one of those two, CC or Yamo by a free agency. And then you go spend assets and replace the other one by a trade. Dare to dream people. Yeah. To me, to put it in kind of one sentence, being aggressive means big trade. It doesn't mean Damon Severson, Severson, Severson. I don't want to figure out which one it is. 
That would be a little bit aggressive though, too. By figuring out Damon Savers would be aggressive, would he not? I we've I think it'd be stupid. I don't even view that as aggressive. Like I you're gonna give this guy six point six million. He played on New Jersey's third pair at times. We've last done year. this twice. Mm-hmm. We've done this twice where we brought in defensemen from New Jersey who were big at the time. <laughs> Analytics and we, get, and we get all jacked up about it. And it didn't really work. Is Damon Severson Mark Fain? I don't remember any of these. <laughs> yeah, players. exactly. And it's funny because when Who was when, the other one? when Lars was on his way out, <laughs> when Lars was on his way out, everybody loved him. <laughs> Who was the other? But the one? previous season, everybody hated him. <laughs> yeah. So it's it's funny. Like everyone's sitting there going, "Oh, like Lars and this, Lars and that," and I was like, "You guys were saying the exact opposite 365 days ago." But that's just others' fans. In general, oh, isn't annoying it? as shit. Well, and hockey fans. I mean, yeah. just sports fans, humans. That's just what we do. Beans. We like to make things more comfortable for ourselves. Are you watering down that rock energy drink over there? No. You just like to drink out of I'm just trying cup. to not give free advertisements. I'm pouring it in a cup. <laughs> or we do <laughs> give free Yeah, we start giving him free advertisements <laughs> and, and he returns the, the favor. is going to be a guest on next week's podcast. Yeah. Wow. Pick his brain about wow. Ken Holm could get aggressive. Fucking yeah. right. I bet he has an idea. CFL is Who better to have an idea on how Ken Holland can get aggressive than the man with the iron paradise or whatever he calls it. Yeah. <laughs> He's taking a sip. Hold on. Think big Tyler. Ah, wow. <laughs> the delicious, refreshing flavor of Zoa <laughs> energy. The white peach <laughs> flavor is my favorite. They're basically free too. <laughs> you know They're what guy I, I would like to get on the show if we're thinking a little crazy here. Sure. Peter Torelli, Sean William Scott, Vin Diesel. Mm, and that guy has been family. promoting Fast and Furious like it's Shawshank cool. Redemption. Well, he lives Holy his life quarter mile at a time. Always has. Sure does. Shoot your shot, man. Shoot him he, a DM. He, Say we could promote it. He just said the other day that he thinks he should be up for an Oscar for Fast and Agreed. X. Just live, be like, hey, I produce the biggest hockey podcast in Canada. And we have a couple yeah. of ballots actually for best picture. Yeah. So we grease we, the wheels on this Oscar talk. Vin. And we love the Rock's energy drink. Say that. <laughs> him, yeah. Him and the Rock have always had a good history together. So maybe it'll work. You definitely look skinny and not fat in all the, uh, or bloated in all the later versions of the film. But demand that hugely, be in person. Yes. Has to be here. Also, I would <laughs> like to ask him about, there's a rumor that I've heard about him where he's got a clause in his contract. He could never lose a fight in those movies. I've heard that too. I'd like to ask him about that. I saw a Twitter so thread the other day where somebody said, what was the point where the movies became unrealistic to oh, you? Yeah. And that might've been the funniest Twitter. Thread. There's the one where someone like a car flips onto a guy while he's standing it's on dumb. another moving it's, car. It's, it is actually gra- like the car flips out of me, grabs it and throws it back to the ground. Those movies went from quarter mile racing yeah. and stealing DVD players. to so now you're racing fucking they were in submarines sp- and shit. They were in outer space. <laughs> yeah. It has been something. I think he was after six <laughs> is when it kind of went to shit. <laughs> it's kind of like our evolution on this podcast. It what started as just hockey talk, talk. by, ep- by episode hockey. seven. It started to go down. Yeah. I'd now like we're to know what everyone else thinks. What was your, when did fast and furious go off the rails? Did you guys that watch any of that? Like there was a serious, Marathon on last week. I don't think I've ever seen one. You've never Not seen one. Fast and Furious. I don't that believe that at all. me. I don't think I have. Oh my god! If I have, I don't remember. Even okay, I well, have. you can kind of dip after one. Tokyo Drift. <laughs> yeah, what was that? Three? No, because then 
No, because yeah. then the rock gets involved, and so does uh, Transporter. He gets involved. Yeah, Jason. Oh, the rock's in him now. Uh, well, he's a bit for a bit, and then uh, now, now uh, Aquaman's in it, isn't he? Oh yeah, Jason Momoa, John Cena made an appearance. That is true. Yeah, yeah it is just very John funny Cena. how they all connect through like one character, and nobody dies. I like nobody that Jason uh, Statham. Galagado uh, fell out of a plane, and he's alive. There was that Asian dude from Tokyo Drift uh, that dies. Han. Yeah. And then he just comes back Came in a later back. movie after yeah. exploding. Yep. Oh, we saw him explode. But apparently he's he not coming back. <laughs> wow. You don't Tyreek. know that for sure. Actually. <laughs> <laughs> How dare you? How Do you know you? what though? Tyrese? He actually did Tyrese, come back. Oh my Tyreek Hill will be back. So, yeah. We just started talking about my football team. They, they did the, um, the animation thing over Paul Walker's brother again in this latest one. Yeah. Literally nobody dies. It's amazing. So that's how Ken Holland will be aggressive. Or if we can't get Vin Diesel, Jason Statham, I'd love to know how you've been the same character every movie for 20 years. Mm-hmm. That movie, the first movie came out in 2001. I just started high school. I remember t- 2001, I was 16. So <laughs> we went, I remember, yeah, I remember that. <laughs> I don't like this game. <laughs> it's uh, the new police Academy. Those movies, yeah. <laughs> there's really fucking is. 9 million of them. Where Tyler, we where were you in 2001, Tyler? <laughs> Four years old. Oh my God. <laughs> Might have had my first ever memory. <laughs> I was five. And it was Pete Walker. Vin Paul. Pete Paul Walker. Walker. Jesus. Pete's the pitching coach for the Jays, I believe. Yeah. And I got beef with him. Listen, way different series if it's Family. Pete Walker. If you have a last name, you're in Fast and Furious. Family. Oh my. <laughs> Did you get a far enough from the mic for that? Yeah, probably. <laughs> You fixed the TV though. Good for you. Yeah, we. Yeah, so it turns out it is the connector. We didn't need to replace the TV. That's exciting. <laughs> yeah. It mm-hmm. works like a charm now. We just need to replace Jay's thingy box. He's going to replace the whole office. office. Yeah. Yeah. That is honestly the plan. We are going to replace this podcast studio. Can we knock down a wall? Oh, no, we, I wish we could. Oh, just that way. <laughs> yes, like a pop up, like on a like an RV. Yeah, like the rollout. Yeah. Yeah, it extends yeah. out. Tyler, do you think that fits in the budget? Well, the fact that I wasn't given a budget, I was just told to do whatever. Blank sounds yes, sounds yeah, like yes. I basically got a blank so check. So just put a deck out there and an awning that you can retract. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm fairly certain Chalmers can figure this out, can he? 100% he can. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He'll be Chalm in. He is Chalm in on extending the studio. So watch out for that later in the summer. <laughs> I don't know if we're supposed to talk about that or not. That's fine. <laughs> Who cares? Who cares? What are you even talking about? Uh, We've been going for 20 minutes now. Oilers. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> All Oilers talk for the next hour. Yesterday, I got a chance to do. So now that we're through the season and we're into the Oilers offseason. Yeah, playoffs are still going, I guess. I'm now in the spot where I can do shit posts on the website again. And I love doing them. Today, I wrote five reasons why the Toronto Maple Leafs should hire Peter Shirelli as a GM. We'll get into that in a second. I know, Rick, you're passionate about it. Yeah. Yesterday, though. I found an article from Daily Hive that the house Tyson Berry was living in and was renting during his time here is up for sale. Only 4.7 million bucks. So I did a little bit of math, boys. If we each chip in $500, we only need 9,300 of us to buy the house. 9,300. Time to start leaning into our Facebook. It's basically a timeshare. Yeah, <laughs> basically a timeshare at that point. Yeah. Looking at our followers here now. I mean, the nation's got 60,000. We're already, we're there. Oh, 9,300. You need to come up with 500 bucks. That's a fraction just, of them. That's for the what? One year's rent. You know, that's a buyout. The house, oh. it's our house now. 
Oh, okay. could turn that into the podcast studio. Wow. It'd be a great oh, hello. podcast. There is no, uh, there's no budget, right? Yeah. There's no budget. Maybe you slide that out. It's a capital. Fire expense. him the, fire just, him the contacts, puts please. A bunch of like contractor information, a bunch of things yeah. that need to be done. And then just a house purchasing option. Two things well. I really liked about Tyson Perry's house or the house he lived in anyway. One, Liam, he's got an elevator. Well, I, that would have mattered to me. Mm-hmm. He's a stair boys. Now. Oh, yeah. Stair club. Yeah, I'm a stair. How, tell me about the stairs. Four levels. Have you looked at it yet? That's big. No. I a very this. nice rooftop patio with a 360 view. Oh. Hot tub up there. Tyler, that's for you. Mm-hmm. I'm looking at things for the first time here. Can we put it, can we get it on the screen so we can all see? It looks pretty yeah, nice. Sure. What, uh, what intrigues me about this the most is the fact that Tyson Berry couldn't even afford That's his own home on a year. That elevator looks That's like one tube. of those, it looks like one of those water slides where you get in and the floor drops yeah. off. Or like back yeah. in the day at Costco and they would yeah. stick the same money. Yeah. <laughs> I like, it's kind of got a bit of like a mountain getaway vibe. Yeah. Is that driveway heated? Mm, probably not. What the... Probably not. Is that the rooftop patio? Yeah. How fucking, fucking sick is it? That's cool as shit. Oh, that is very you nice. You play golf up there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's all the grass you need. It's like I said in the article to hammer balls at your neighbor's house. And yeah. I love, uh, I love this line from your article bag milk. So what is the point of this article? You might be asking yourself. <laughs> I, I honestly don't know. Don't know. <laughs> Doesn't matter. Where is it <laughs> located? Do we know? Uh, yeah. I put the neighborhood in there. I just can't remember. Real, mill Creek Ravine, I think. Yeah. Oh, oh wow. Creek. wow. Gated community, Liam. Not surprising. Mm-hmm. You can nice. keep Waz out. <laughs> you have been saying that's the big problem at your current place of residence is that little rascal keeps yeah. No matter what, he can sneak in there. Yeah. Waz is always around. It's because he has one less toe. Just he's aerodynamic. That's on, why that I know that's a problem for you. Yeah. He goes, he's yeah. quieter when he's walking around. Yeah. And we know that's a problem for Liam. So we need yeah. to get him in a gated <laughs> community to keep that out. <laughs> 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 Mama. <laughs> So anyway, uh, if you got 40.7 million bucks laying around or there's 9,300 of you with $500, I'm buy in. Tyson Berry's house. If anyone else, I'm, I'm one of the 97,000. What did you say? 9,300. 9,300. I'm very I'll, few people. I'll go in. I'm sure my girlfriend will join me. Okay, so that's two, thousand bucks. two down. Mm-hmm. We can get a full 9,298. Where are Anything else you'd like from Tyson Berry's house? Ah, uh, nope. Just watching a video. Oh, you're doing the realtor walkthrough. If you want to also see the pictures that the boys are looking at, as well as the video, I did include all of that in the article I posted yesterday at oilersnation.com. That would have been Thursday. I was having a little fun in the afternoon. A lot of you read that article, by the way. It was very big. What a view. (laughs) It is. It's lovely. It is. It's lovely. Uh, In other news around the NHL. Do I have to do an ad read here, Tyler? Oh, Ray may travel. May as well. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Our friends at AMA Travel, they want to send you on a vacation this summer. Go to amatravel.ca forward slash dream. Enter a couple of details in there. They'll send you on a trip you maybe didn't even imagine your wildest, wildest dreams. AMA Travel is here to make it easy for you. You can save on travel insurance, save on cruises, save on vacation packages, save on guided vacation and coach tours, save on hotels, car rentals, attractions, and tickets, save on luggage and accessories in centers. Which centers? Any of them. <laughs> I dig it. Or if you just want to hang out around Alberta like Tyler's doing, do a little golf trip. Although they're helping you with your trip to Seattle, are they yep. not? I'm doing a lot this summer. I'm making the most of it. Calling it my roadie. summer of fun. It's the summer of Tyler is what I'm calling it. Will you, will you ask to catch one of those fish at the fish market in Seattle? Why not? Or chuck one. I dig it. Would you rather catch one or chuck one? I'd rather chuck one. You gotta do both. 
I think if we can squeeze a nation vacation in to watch Oilers Kraken next year, I mean, oh, you can just throw the fish back and forth, BM. Fucking Ooh. right. I would love to. AMA Travel. Go check them out. I think the dream thing is actually really cool. A couple of details in there. I'll spin you up a trip. Come on. AMATravel.ca forward slash dream. A couple of things. Might as well talk about the Stanley Cup playoffs. The Panthers are through in four games. Seems interesting now that the Bruins were able to beat them three times the way they've played as the playoffs. But if you ask Rod Brindamore, they didn't. That is one of the most, that is one of the oddest quotes. Because we said the same thing against Winnipeg. Yes, he tripped over his words as he's trying to explain himself, but we said the same thing against Winnipeg. We said the same thing back in the nine. We said the same thing back in the nineties versus Dallas. Yes, we lost four straight, but all four games were like one goal games that went Mm -hmm. over there. It's not your normal sweep is all he was trying to say. Still got swept. Yeah, it is, but it's it is, that. but you're not your normal. So you didn't get your ass whooped. You just lost four games. By- but when I we say it, I'm start we talk about it with our buddies and we're lying to ourselves. Yeah. I'm and that's covering that up my own team because there's no, it's not though. Because to me, like a sweep is you, a sweep is like what kind of what we did at Calgary last year in the, that's a gentleman's sweep. Yeah. But that's not technically a sweep. It feels like a sweep. Yeah. You know what I'm saying though? But that's, <laughs> you handle all four of those, you handle all four of those games. I don't think that they, they did win them. So you can't take that away from them. Are all you the suggesting the world for right it. now here and today on this podcast episode 95,216 that you are a closet hurricanes fan. I, everybody knows <laughs> that I'm the last person trying to stand up for this person, especially that one specific person. Cause he enjoyed his time when I really did yes, not, did. but yes, I completely understand where he's co- coming from and I completely agree with him. How stunned are you that the Panthers are through Tyler? Like I, I picked them to win the series. I certainly didn't pick them to sweep, picked them in seven. My take on this team. And I gave these yesterday on real life is the Carolina hurricanes are a great regular season team because they all buy into rod. And for 82 games, they outwork the opposition. That is their goal. Every night, they don't have high end skill. They don't have a lot of skill in that forward group. Mm-hmm. Really? It's just dudes that work their bags off. And when you get to the playoffs, the reason they don't have enough success to get past three, four opponents in a row and win a Stanley cup is because guess what happens in the buffs? Everyone has max effort. Everyone's going balls to the wall. Everyone is giving in that level and teams with high skill, like we're seeing with the Panthers right now are finding ways to elevate their effort. And if you're Carolina, you're always at max effort and you can't match the skill. So your biggest strength gets negated by the other team being like, fuck, it's playoff time. Like, let's go. And you don't have skill. I take a, I, I, I add it to the goal. They got goalied to an extent. Yeah, they got goalied. The dude, was, the dude, did he not have a record for the most saves in the first three games of a, what, conference, of a final. conference final? He did. They got goalie. They don't have the offense to get past the goaltending. Yep. They got goalie. Hey, and Liam brought up this point. Game one, double OT. Seth Jarvis right in the slot rings one off the bar. If they go up one, nothing in this series, it's probably a very different series. Bob Brovsky, just since we're talking stole about it. Bobrovsky nine thirty five so far. In the Did playoffs. you hear uh, Charles Barkley trying to pronounce Bobrovsky? <laughs> on no, the- Here, I me- just, whatever it is, I'm excited about it. I They're love Charles out. Barkley. So they were doing the NBA on TNT broadcast yesterday and they had to read a promo for the yeah, Stanley Cup finals coming up <laughs> and it is exactly as good as you I watch that panel, even though I don't care about basketball. They're yeah. so good. Here we go. Hey guys, TNT for the first time ever got the Stanley Cup finals. Energy, man. And I'm going to just tell y'all something. 
Sergey Bobovka, this is the goalie for the Panthers. Yeah. Sergey Bobovka. <laughs> that came out just like his golf swing. Dude, he's the exact, same, he's like just exact same with NBA players too, though. Yeah. I love, well, that panel is elite. The best they in are. sports. My TikTok algorithm is just all Charles Barkley right now. It's so good. I got a lot of Charles Barkley. And I think we take a lot more joy out of it because he's so pro hockey. Mm-hmm. Loves hockey. Yeah. Loves hockey. But like, just even just going back to the job they do on the panel, him and Shaq are so fucking funny. Don't you? Going, going back again, sorry, but don't you think he does a better job marketing the NHL than the NHL? Yeah, I mean, I'd rather watch Charles Barkley talk about hockey than any panel we've got up here. Yeah. <laughs> but the league can't sit there. And I think even Keith even come out and said it, that the league can't promote their own stars. They're not. That Snoop Dogg said that. Oh, it was Snoop, yeah. But he's right. He is right. And that guy's high all the time. It's the rumor. I've Allegedly. <laughs> It's not wrong. <laughs> Allegedly, in my opinion, and on video, if you yeah. kind of look around for three seconds. About it, yeah. You know what I mean? Anyway, Panthers going through. Dallas stays alive with an OT winner from old Joe Pavelski. Guy's having himself a run here. Tyler, can you ask your question again about Joe Pavelski? I would like to hear everyone else's thoughts. He's a Hall of Famer. So let me preface this, okay? One of 97 players in the history of the league to hit 1,000 points in the regular season. 40th all time in playoff scoring and with his goal last night ties Maurice Richard for fifth all time in playoff game winners. What's amazing is that how many he rings kind of seems to get better Zip. as he gets older. Zip. So the, the break, seventh round pick too. Yeah, the breakdown of this sweet. debate is basically it tells you where you come out on Hall of Fame debates in a way. He's a telling case. Do you value peak and rings? He's never been the best player on his own team and he's never won a ring. But look at those numbers. Longevity. This guy's been in the league for almost two decades and has just been consistently a point producer and a guy who goes on long runs. Fifth all-time playoff game winners, 40th all-time playoff scoring. Is it his fault he doesn't have a ring? I would say no. Well, actually, wasn't he the one? Oh, no, that was Cody. Never mind. Never mind. He's so, the one that took the cross-check from Cody Eakins at one point. Yeah, right? yeah. So Paul Paduti, who we've been working, collabing with at Daily Faceoff on yep. these Hall of Fame cases, he's on Twitter. He's some really Hockey. interesting analytics driven content. Too. He's basically dedicated his career to Hall of Fame debates. And he builds up these player cards, which they adjust for era. They take your career and balance it with peak value. And he has a score. And he says Joe Pavelski is a Hall of Famer. Why, why do I find this <laughs> exercise? Go on Twitter. Yeah. At Adjusted Hockey Pavelski. Just search that. Now. He has, does he get like a, a, a number ranking at the end of it and say yep. all these guys, if you rank this high, this is, you're good. Yeah. Here, I'll, I'll do it for I, you. I because just, if that's the case, I want to know, like, if you need a minimum of 1300 to, to, to become a hall of famer and he's got 13, like, where does he rank yeah. above the, I just think that the hall of fame debate has had to evolve over time and it has to continue to evolve because <clears throat> when you're putting up a debate of, Pavelski versus Maurice Richard. Mm-hmm. That's a very different conversation. Richard had what a hundred guys to compete with at that time and cigarettes but, between periods. Well, there you go. And and that could be a, a, a withdrawal or a, or a plus for Pavelski who knows, but I just think that like, yeah, it's, it's tough to say because I think that now that we hit the nineties, the two thousands, there's yeah. going to be a different category for people, a different scenario or criteria. I guess. So I answer yes, Tyler. Okay. Pavel Bure, one of my favorite players ever as a kid, did not win a Stanley Cup oh. in the Hall of Fame. How many but, long runs did he even go on? 
The one, one, Vancouver, the one with Vancouver, I think, is really the only one. Oh, was Pavel Bure <laughs> the, ever the best player on his team? Yes. For 94. For sure. You could make an argument difference. he was one of the best players in the league. He was one of the best players in the league. You can't sure. tell the story of the NHL without Pavel Bury, but you could probably tell it without Joe Pavelski. So Paul, again, has him all time, and this was updated in April, has him as the 83rd best forward of all time based on his volume of work and the 52nd best player of his era. Again, I don't know all the things, but he has this number called the high noon number, which is you take that players, you rank him every year against high noon, his like peers. like a drink? Sure. Hell yeah. You rank him against his peers throughout his career and take his best three-year run. His best three-year run had him as the seventh best player in the league for that span. Well, again, so while I'm, he was never the best player on his team, it's because Joe Thornton was probably fourth or fifth and Pavelski was just right behind him. Going yeah, back to my fine. point of the Pavel Burry's in, Pavel Burry, 702 career games played. 779 points. So he was over a point per game player. Never won a Stanley cup. Uh, his deepest run was that one run in Vancouver. The most outside of that was in his rookie season. He played 13 playoff games. So they got two rounds in, I guess Joe Pavelski on the other hand, 1250 NHL games, 1001 this is regular season points. So I just based on the longevity, the career he's had, I say, yes, Probably. Paul doesn't even have him as he has seven areas of criteria. Everyone else, very good borderline Hall of Famer, standard Hall of Famer, borderline plus Hall of Famer, qualified, and then inner circle. And inner circle is like miles ahead. That's like the game's elite. And I think, Liam, if you're talking about, can you tell the story of hockey without this guy, this guy, or this guy? I think you could honestly now start going through some guys who are in the Hall of Fame and be like, Okay, like they were they were great, but not a legend. And I think as the league, especially since they commit to four going in every year, it's why I think baseball does their Hall of Fame actually better. You, you just vote. You vote and you need like whatever it is percent of the vote. <clears throat> some years there's eight guys that goes in. Some years there's none. One, two. The only problem with baseballs is that it the voters are terrible. After, after, after a bit. But I know. See, and I actually like that. I do too. Yeah. I think your career ends. You let three or four years go by and you get one crack. I've never understood the whole, like, he's not a Hall of Famer. Eight years later, Hall of Famer. He didn't do anything. We just remember him differently. Well, yeah, but that's, uh, no, that's, just, that's what you, well, that's what happens when you skim the top off of the, off of a pool of people is that you then start to get to the next level where you're like, okay, yeah, these guys are still Hall of Famers, but they weren't Hall of Famers before other people. I think that's maybe where Pavelski might struggle to get into the Hall of Fame is because like you said, like there's just plays ahead of him that he'll just continuously get looked over. And I think that's what will probably prevent him from going in. But until I, like Dan said, until they keep scraping, keep scraping all of a sudden. Yeah. So Joe's turn. I think we're, now. I think yeah. we're doing the scraping right now. And I don't mean that in a, in a bad way, but I mean like, look how long it took for Kevin Lowe to get in forever. Right. So like that, again, that doesn't make sense to me. Like I kind of agree. Your career ended two decades ago. And now it's like, that's a hall of fame career. The career has been done. No, it's a it was a hall. Of, it was always a hall of fame career, but you just got to come in with a certain grouping. It's weird to me. It's, it it's, is weird, but I mean, it's part of what's going to happen. Otherwise you can go. Cause how many years? do they do every year? Four. 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 Well, that's why it takes forever sometimes. But, and this is why we had th- a situation like uh, Pat Burns passing away before he got his nomination exactly. because we didn't, which was the skimming hit didn't catch him yet. I just that's, think that's the issue. I just think he's in the other group. Like, Phil Castle is probably another guy in that similar era. He's got some rings though. He has, what does he have? Two. 
could have pro- should have won probably the Conn Smythe that year. He, he has 12 86 games played, 992 points. He also holds the record, an NHL record. So yeah. he probably has a better case than what Joe Pavelski would, right? But I just, again, I don't think he's a Hall of Famer either. So interesting. Paul did do this again. He has his Kessel card up. Kessel, he has as the borderline minus Hall of Famer. Really? His high noon number, so the highest ranking he had amongst NHL forwards over a three-year period was only 10th. Okay. In his era, he's 65th all-time. He's 111th. So he's like 20-some spots all-time below. But the Ironman streak, I think, is interesting. Yeah. And his hot dog per 60, sky high. I respect that. <laughs> I respect it, too. I love a hot dog. I bet you he knows where to get a foot-long hot dog button. Guaranteed. See we got to go start. You know what? I've been thinking about this. Costco. Think so? Hundred percent. They got the dollar fifty hot dog combo. I don't know if that's a foot or not, but that's, it's not, close, that's right? not the footer. The, foot the answer lo- is Costco. It's yes. No, you can't find a, the foot long hot dog bun. My boy over here, oh. he's got foot long dogs, but no bun to go. Safeway to sells the dogs, but you can't buy the buns. See, I'm I'm a believer that it's okay to have a little bit extra uh, your, to your bun. No, we're talking like we're talking like three inches on each side. It's a excessive. It's too much wiener. <laughs> it's excessive. <laughs> You know what I mean? Leave that one right in the front of the hot dog, and then you push it in further as you go. <laughs> yeah, the you just it's uh, holding them. Yep. Yes. It's like a a meat like a popsicle. Yes. For a, for a bit. <laughs> you know? I think the Hall of Fame is just. I, I just, don't know. I think it, it's something. I think you're setting yourself up now to have <laughs> to have this issue where, like Tyler said, you just you're you've got you're going to have a backlog, and you're going to have guys like Pavelski that are just going to be kind of. Combine through because four guys are ahead of them. Are we? Don't we feel like there's less and less Hall of Famers playing now, or is it just because we just view them differently? And I look at I this and I base this on goaltenders, really. I just like goaltenders, like I've said this a trillion times. Growing up and you know, in our in our era in the nineties and first half of the two thousands, every team had a Hall of Fame goaltender. It was ridiculous. They were everywhere. They're the greatest goal. And now all of a sudden you look at Canada, like you look at the, look at, look at the Olympic teams and look at the goaltenders. Now look at the goaltenders we'd use for the Olympic team now. Yeah. Well, I think the terrifying, I personally, I think that's more of a North American thing. I think that we, we had North American goalies that were stars and we loved, them. but you don't, you don't even see, but in, in but like Europe, Vasilevsky, Europe doesn't have this. Pecorine started to take over and we stopped kind of how many in the last five years. Think of a goalie who's playing the last five years. How many of them do you consider hall of fame level? Vasilevsky. Okay, he's a lock, yeah. Price. Carey Price. Yeah. Price. Jonathan Quick. Yeah. Probably. Yeah, he, he, yeah probably. He Didn't like, he if you remember Quick when... Yeah, and the Vesna? Yeah, yeah, yeah he's, Quick, he's and, quick in like if, the if two, remember 2010s quick ish or whatever. Quick. He was good. Yeah. But outside of that, you're really running out of names. Three guys in this era that you'd consider Hall of Fame. At the very least, if Joe, Joe Pavelski does not get into the Hall of Fame, we can build him a statue like the Dustin Brown statue. Yeah, that would be nice for him, I think. Like in the, fact, I would ar- argue that the Dustin Brown statue looks more like Joe Pavelski than it does like Dustin Brown. <laughs> yeah. Just swap, swap the jersey the jersey on, yeah. You know? Oh. <clears throat> Anyways, we really went off on a tangent there, but I think it was an interesting conversation, so there's that. Well, well for our out. friends at Betway... Let's have a different conversation. I've got some draft NHL draft odds here. Oh, these are going to be funny. Oh, Mark Andre Fleury. Yeah, he's a Hall of Famer. Oh, for sure. Um, yeah, just sc- scrolling. Tyler, do we got a break for an ad here? Yeah, let's pause for an ad. All right, and then we'll do the Betway thing. Be right back, everybody. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost fifty pounds. 
Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. All right, we're back. It was an excellent ad. Mm. Now let's talk a little betting. It's one of my favorite ads. We have, an, we have a pretty good idea who's going to go first overall. Pretty good. Got a hunch. Actually, I know a guy who knows a guy whose <laughs> uncle works for the NHL, and he told me who's going first. And who he plays it? against mm-hmm. the guy in the ball hockey league in Vancouver. Yeah. Yeah. You heard it. So we take Connor Bedard out of the equation. Now, I've got some odds for who goes number two. Gentlemen, Ooh. who goes number two? Do we have some early favorites or at least a name? There's one in here that I didn't expect to see his name, quite frankly. Will I, Smith. Men in Black came out a long time ago. <laughs> Somebody, you know, a chat yesterday when we had Stephen Ellis put Will, Will Will Smith come on the face and slap Gary Bettman across the face. He ran, he, da- he ran down that uh, that alien like no one's business at the beginning. So he's well, got listen. he's got the lungs. He's got the training. Mm-hmm. We'll see from there. He's brave. <laughs> he you brave. know, he fought aliens it's and true, won. Yeah. He was the last man alive. Mm-hmm. He also he, fought a giant mechanical yeah. spider. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's friends with Jazzy Jeff. Yeah. <laughs> Uncle Phil liked him. For real. Do you guys have a name who you think will go second overall? I will give you the odds afterward, and you can tell me if you think they're fair. Fantilli, Fantilli. I think is Fantilli's got to be the miles ahead favorite because yes. he's going to. You guys are correct. Adam Fantilli is a minus five hundred to go second overall. You're Not so worth the money. Son of a bitch! I know you want to say it. I think it'll be Leo Carlson. Oh, <laughs> here we go. <laughs> Just, this guy. <laughs> it seems like recently Leo Carlson's name has been getting a little bit more buzz to him. Like. I know the world championships, him and Fantilli were both there and Fantilli wasn't great. He went from the second line to the 13th forward for Canada. So I wonder if that makes Anaheim a little hesitant. It's a small sample size, but Pavabik is the scout, right? Like, so maybe he just sees a little bit more in Leo Carlson. Leo Carlson, Liam, would get you a tasty little plus 650 if he goes second overall. Hmm. He is next up, or I guess third up in terms of the odds. So... I thought there was like a, a Russian name that was there Mitch is, but Goff. we don't know where he's going or if anybody will take him or, that, or if he'll come or where is he? Just in What's the latest on? I know you've got an article that you're working on that's in the back end about Matt Vay Michkov. What's Michkov. the latest on that guy? 
Um, His odds, by the way, plus eight hundred to go. Second. We don't know where he is. No, he, he's in he's in Russia. <laughs> that is confirmed, I believe. But um, f- we had Frank on, and a lot of people have said that he's the second best player in the draft. But his contract goes till 2027 with St. Petersburg, I believe, in Russia. What so year is it now? 2023. I've got to wait to go. That's so it's just like, fans, where is this they? guy really going to go? What are the options on getting out of that? Uh, zero. Zero? zero? Yeah. Unless, unless he goes eight to Washington and maybe his Palovi can help him out. I just, I don't know what team would take him. Like he's, I mean, it just is the craziest thing. Like this guy isn't going to be here for four more years. It's got to be Washington. Washington's really the only answer then. Wouldn't it be if he's, if he's going to get taken in the first How far, round? how far back can he fall? He's the second best player in this draft. I think he could go. Because if he as falls yeah, in the second four, round, the Oilers should just take him. But if he's oh, four yeah. years out. He's not falling past. Like no, eight. he's not. He won't fall out of the lottery. No, no, there's no way. Okay. Okay, so let me so, back up here my odds for my friends at Betway. So, so he's plus eight hundred to go second overall, plus two fifty to go third overall. I don't think he goes. I think he goes. I think San Jose takes him. What San the, Jose drafts where? Four, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I think he will go. I think the earliest he could go is six, which is Arizona because they have two first round picks. So they cut. Well, they'll be in Houston anyway, so it's fine. <laughs> yeah, uh, the latest he would go is probably Nashville at fifteen. But if he's good he, enough. I love a good slide, bro. If he falls to fifteen, I don't think he would. He's not going past Washington. Will take him at eight. Well, that's what I mean. Like the who's the GM in Washington right now? Brian McClellan. Is he going to be there in four years? Yeah, I think he's good. Mm-hmm. They just gave him the opportunity to make another coaching change, so he'll be there. Also, if he's sitting there at eight, you don't think. Ovi's calling up whoever at the KHL. Yes. You don't think the KHL and some influence from someone in Russia would be sitting <laughs> there going, we want Mitchkov there when Ovi breaks the record. And Ovi will do something where it's like, hey, if you bring this kid over now, I'll come play a year for whatever franchise in the KHL when I'm done in the NHL. They'll make a deal. They would hundreds and make a deal. I believe this is called collusion. I believe it's uh, illegal. Illegal. And do we have a lawyer involved in this? Please. And because of it, the Oilers need to give a third round pick to the Flames. Yeah, probably. (laughs) Damn it. It's a good low tide joke. I like that. Speaking of which, today, our boy Frank Saravalli, he's getting a lot of FaceTime or name time in this week's podcast. He tweeted, and I'm going to read it to you because I think it's funny. How is this the list that the Toronto Maple Leafs are working with on their potential new GMs? Amazing. As the process to find the next GM in Toronto gets moving, I'd expect Toronto to interview at minimum Jason Botterill, Mark Bergevin, Brad Tree Living, and former friend Peter Shirelli if they haven't already. Four Who's names friend? to chew on. Who's friend? <laughs> oh, I mean, like Calgary's. Boston's uh, who did he trade Ryan Jersey's to New York Rangers, New York Islanders. Yep. So he's a lot of friend, a lot of friends around the league. Just none here. Anyway, those are the names that are four names to chew on. According to Frank Saravalli in Toronto, Tyler, your thoughts on Peter Shirelli going to the Leafs. I think he can turn it around. <laughs> when it comes to Toronto, when it comes to Toronto, don't you believe that I you think need, it's a great idea? You need someone who's you need someone who's got the balls to trade a franchise player <laughs> and do next to no due diligence on what the return for that player should be. <laughs> you need to make a move fast. You need to make a move now. 
and you need to fucking chip them up. Remember, the NHL offseason's only three months long. If you, you don't, don't act time, quickly, you don't got time for any of it. Yeah. But just that market, I think you need a certain type of personality in there. You need a guy who can grow a mustache. Yeah, you need a guy who's market. generally a dick to the people below him on the food chain. Well, you need a guy well, who can change his facial hair, I don't disguise think anybody himself when things there. are going improperly. <laughs> I don't think anybody really wants to be in that market. Toronto? Oh, I, uh, if I was a GM, I would love to. You want to be the guy to figure it out? Yeah, but Legendary how have they status. not figured it out already? This whole, the NHL world has done nothing besides tell everybody how good Dubas is, and Dubas has one okay. win okay, in the second here, round in how long. But has Dubas not watched The Office and seen what happened when Dwight tried to usurp Michael? Like, come on. <laughs> yeah, but he's even when he wasn't trying to do that, he went he was in and tried there. to play Shanahan's but office yes. black. You know, he's right. never like he's he's put together, this is he's pretty much the Carolina uh, Hurricanes of GMs. He's well, yeah, he's he, really good in the, in the regular season. He doesn't doesn't have a team that's okay. Can that's get it why done you in need the playoffs. a proven okay. winner. But you also Toronto. have to put yourself in the mindset like of Peter someone Shirelli. who's up for one of these jobs. There's only 32 seats at the table, mm-hmm. and this one comes one with a great salary. Two with three elite young forwards on your roster. Like you're not walking into a better job than that. I would, if you gave me the choice, you'd be like, Tyler, you're like, you could get hired to be the GM in Pittsburgh or Toronto. I take Toronto every day of the week. But you too. could be the guy that trades Sid. Wouldn't that be fucking funny? Two superstars in Pittsburgh. You just, yeah, man. who are like inches away from the retirement home. They got their deposit oh, how down dare already. You. How fucking <laughs> is that disrespectful? Yes. A little disrespectful. Good Lord. I'm older than both of them. Aggressive. Unbelievable. Ah, anyway, back sorry. to the point at hand. <laughs> Toronto needs a proven winner. And sure, you could say that Tim Thomas doing a 938 in 2011 is a big part of the reason the Bruins won, but I say it was because of Peter Shirelli's leadership. Right, I'm with you. Dude, Shirelli did so much damage to us. I don't want to see him any on any other team because he can accidentally do it again. I just, just get him. rid of them. Every GM job. It's like, all right, Eric Tulski's in the mix. Botterill's now the name that's in the mix. Tree living's in the mix, but every single one, no matter how many new guys get hired over, Shirelli's getting his fucking interview, baby. <laughs> Why doesn't Garth snow get an interview anymore? <laughs> you know, I just not as good it. as uh, can't grow a mustache. Like he me. did not. Yeah. At least Shirelli won a ring. Wasn't Gar Snow like still a player when they hired him? And he was like, fuck, okay, I'll retire. You know, Gar Snow's pads were like an inch lower than the crossbar. It is wild. Yeah, I feel he looked like, like a lacrosse goalie. I feel like we've done this bit before. We have done this bit before. Probably yeah, one of those weird of things I remember. That we've done before. <laughs> oh, yeah. Word association. Do, do that Kennedy segment? Yeah. We actually oh, yeah. got a fun little segment here that Kennedy worked on. Kennedy! Come on in and share a mic with me. We have got a little game Kennedy prepared where she took... <laughs> oh. She took... Quotes from this podcast that we've all said at one point or another, and we have to try and guess who they are. Is that correct? Keep track at home. Keep track at home. Pull out a piece of paper wherever you're listening to this, unless you're driving, and like write down what your answers are and see if you can go like whatever, six for six. This is really funny. I'm really excited to do this. Okay. So here we go. This is the very beginning of the season. So the season. So Kennedy's going to read a quote and we're going to go around and try to guess who said it. Yeah. Okay. So the first one is I'm not here to shame anyone for their looks, but Luke Richardson is objectively more attractive than John Hines and Derek Lalonde. I got a Tyler. Oh, it's gotta be me. <laughs> yeah, I'm throwing, that was way. I don't even know some of those names. Has to be Tyler. That was Tyler specific. It's wait, wait, who we're going? They, Tyler. The coaches you named don't John Hines. So uh, Luke Richardson was yeah. the former Oiler legend. Uh-huh. Yeah, facts. Um, John Hines. 
Uh, Isn't he the Nashville coach? Yep. He's uh, Derek Lalonde. <laughs> Which is the guy that looks he like He was great Gru. on TV. Yeah. He looks like Gru from Despicable uh, <laughs> Me. Spickable me. All right. So, so don't tell us. Don't tell us. What I, quote well, is each? That So I that guess. was from September 30th. Okay. And that was at 3155 if anybody okay. wants to go back and listen. So what I think we should do here is just like as we go through these, just question number one, put down your guess. Yep. And then as we after we wrap it up, we'll go through who oh. everybody thinks was what. And who is correct? So this is what the notes app is for. So we have the notes app coming up around the podcast studio. I have got my first guess in as Tyler. Or should okay. we should we not read our guesses out loud? No, we'll do no, it yeah. Next one, next one, just enter yeah. them onto your phone. Okay. Don't yeah. say anything. Okay, we I won't like say that. our guesses. First one though, we guess Tyler. Yeah. Get back to Kennedy. Okay. Okay, I'm the next this one. one's Tyler. <laughs> okay, next one is um okay, wait. So who's my hot performer of the week? It's my haters. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> <All> right. <laughs> Go on. <laughs> Already. Next one. Yep. Okay. So uh, sometimes it's like a fresh pair of gray shorts. You wear them to the mall. You impress everybody that sees you. That's what Kane did with backhand pass to McDavid last night. All right. <laughs> Now I just think they're all me. <laughs> okay, next one. Got. I've probably eaten 700 hot dogs in 480 Costco visits. Wow. <laughs> so wait, yeah. each of us has is an answer to one yes. of these, right? Okay. Yes, there is 100%. Okay. Each of you have it. <laughs> that means there's one of us that's a twofer. Interesting. Uh, okay. Already. I wonder if Vegas is a team that we'll have to worry about. I don't think Vegas is there yet, so I'm not too worried. Oh, oh no. Oh, that is an all-timer. Things that aged poorly. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I, all right. I, no one, isn't it? there one more? Oh. Oh, there's a wild card because there's two. Right, there's a I double. Yeah. Someone's a That's smart. That's smart. Makes us work. I was just writing down whatever was funny. There wasn't really any... Uh, Math to this. Okay. So tough building availability at the Purina One Cat Food Arena. Who said that? Oh, tough shit. building availability at the Purina One Cat Food Arena. <laughs> oh man. Okay, I'm changing. Are up we sure I was here. in this? I don't remember saying any of these. I think I got Dan's nailed down. Oh, yeah, I think, I, I think I'm so I'm torn. I got them all wrong. I'm Fuck. pretty sure too. Like, Honestly, trying to peg Dan's is the most difficult. <laughs> uh, I, got I, I think I got Dan's too. So are we going to um, go around? I who's cutting? Who's cutting? Oh, no, no, one sec, one sec. I'm changing we'll, my mind. We'll go uh, quote by quote. Okay. Okay. So the first quote was the uh, Luke Richardson, John Hines. So, so I think it was Tyler. I guess Liam. Uh, Tyler. I'm going to, I went with myself. I went with Liam. It was Tyler. That was the okay. we, um list yes. conversation. I remember that. Okay. Uh, oh, yeah. Who's my hot performer of the week? It's my haters. Who said that? Liam. That I was, guess Liam. That was me. I guess Liam. I guess Liam too. It was Liam. <laughs> yeah. Two for two. Who did you, you, you say Bag yourself? Milk? I thought it was me. <laughs> it did sound, it does sound like something big milk yeah. would say. Yeah. I just thought that was like something stupid that I would say. No, I remember saying that. I can't remember what it was about, but I remember, remember that happening. Yeah. I heard the little noise he made when he <laughs> the said The next one, I remember the context and everything. I had to pause it because I was laughing so hard. So. <laughs> what, what was the context behind I it? I can't remember. It was, um, you, uh, so you were talking about Alfonso Davies. You put a takeout 
on social oh, yeah. and said that he should play a bit further back. Oh yeah. And people, people did not call, like that. Call me an idiot. Yeah. That's <laughs> and you're right. getting roasted on classic. So <laughs> your haters. Okay. Okay. So the next one was, uh, the fresh pair of gray shorts. BM. That has yeah, to be BM. It's so it BM. BM. <laughs> yeah. It has to be. Me. <laughs> when I find things like that, I get fixated on it. Yeah. For large reasons. Everyone remembers the photo. Yep. Yep. Think about the photo. That makes sense. Was it BM? Yes, yeah. it was BM. <laughs> so who's not three for three so far? I'm three oh, for I'm three. I'm three for three. I'm three for three. Okay. I gotta step on my It's game. getting interesting because this but one's this stomach. Gets, yeah. This is when it gets tough. This next one, easy. This is a hot dog one, right? Yeah. Correct. Nation Dan. I I guessed it was Rick. I, I thought it was Rick too. I would have. I, I guess bag milk. So I oh. guess I guess Dan and I would have said it was me, but I don't have a Costco card. I don't. I never go to Costco, so it's not me. Oh no! I thought you were trying to stump us with back-to-back BMs. Oh no! That was a that was a full-on nation Dan. Oh, son of a bitch! <laughs> I tricked myself. Alrighty, Vegas quote. Rick, that was a Rick. For it's sure. got to be a Rick. It's me, but I I think I was talking about. How popular are the nights going to be <laughs> once baseball and basketball and, and other sports get there? Are they going to still have the same, the same draw? Was, yeah. It was just poetic. You just. Oh, yeah, no, 100%. Also, it wasn't about the Golden Knights themselves? Yes. And like, like you said Aiden Hill and we're like, ooh, do we have to be worried about him? I don't think so. And then you chimed in and said. Oh, oh so it wasn't even what I thought it was. Yeah, that's yeah. fair. Yeah, yeah, that, that's fine. If anybody wants to go back and listen to that one, it was October 18th at 3310. So. October 18th? October 18th? Yes. And you brought up Aiden Hill in October? October. There was a whole conversation about <laughs> oh. it. It's quite classic. So. Cause that would have been right when the Maybe later stuff was it a, was it, was I referring to like, I don't it, think the Vegas were, nights are going to be as popular once the other sports get there. You guys were going over like first impressions of the uh, first like hmm. five games. Interesting. And, uh, Vegas was three and oh at that point. So <laughs> they had overrated. Oh, but overrated. actually like five Vegas five. went three and one that night losing three, two to the Calgary lames. Mm, wow. Okay. Wow. So. Vegas was up two nothing. Changed everything. A couple of rats scored for them. Weird. Yeah. All right. Oh, number six. Was the last? Six. Okay. So this, one I this was, was the Purina one cap food arena. I, I thought, thought was, that was Dan. I thought it was, I Rick. That was me. I thought it was me. And then I, I changed was, my answer to Dan. I thought it was Liam just because it was a weird. <laughs> I have Tyler. <laughs> Nobody guessed the same thing. I, don't I have think. Tyler. Rick's right. It's Tyler. Oh. You literally oh. ate cat food like four days ago. I know. And I like, so I wrote down my answers and I would have gone six for six. And then I changed them because I was like, I feel like I'm the only one who would have remembered that the Blues Arena used to be called the Purina One uh, Arena. And then I was like, no, that like maybe we brought it up and then Dan like yeah. chimed in later because that sounds like a Dan quip to kind of make. Right. Uh, six, I went four for six. I gave myself six for six over here. I thought I did that. I went four for six. I nailed it. I didn't. What'd you go? Three. I got my first three right and then I blew You're it. Wrong. And you went three or four. I went four for six. Okay. So Rick's the winner. Yeah, yeah. Job, Rick. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, Rick. But I don't know how you didn't like. Great segment. Once like they started dropping, names started dropping. I was like, well, when we got to the hot dog thing, there's only two guys left. <laughs> that's true. Yes. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, it's tougher that way. That was awesome, Kennedy. Thank you that very was. much. No problem. See you next week. See you next week. Yeah. <laughs> Tyler, I broke the mic arm. Yeah. <laughs> we will add it to the list. <laughs> no budget. That. Sorry. Okay. Upgrades are coming. <laughs> so what gold did, uh, one. What did everybody get wrong? One. So I thought one that ended up being a Liam quote was me. So that was <laughs> got, question two. I got my own quote wrong. I didn't know. I thought that was Rick. <laughs> and then I, I thought the Purina. I could really go well, for I thought that was a Liam quote because he just, you say weird shit sometimes. I, yeah, I actually thought that was Rick. I took credit for that. 
The cat food? Yeah, no, the cat food. I, I feel like that was just like it was put out there too easy to not mm. see that one. Uh, not easy Good enough. game. I got a lot Maybe like every two weeks we'll task Kennedy to find six more. So in the opposite two weeks, we'll do word association? And, yeah, we can huh. do that. And if you know of some yourself or you hear some during an episode, just send them to Kennedy at yeah. Kennedy's Trash. Oh, yeah, that's a good idea. <laughs> so you guys are, you know, these DMs, like, where the hell are these coming from? Tyler, I fixed the mic arm. Good job. Hold on. For now. No, you didn't. Oh, wrong it, way. Uh, Other way. It's okay. Okay. But it'll work for now. It's okay. okay. Hot go performers? We've only got three hours left. We got right. idiots. Yeah. I mean, we got a lot of time left to go. <laughs> wow. That was good. That was real good. Uh, just before we get to hot cold perf- oh, or yeah. ask the idiots, I guess, we got two more segments to go, Tyler. <laughs> Ow. Today's the anniversary of Connor McDavid's series winner against Calgary wow. Flames. The question that Liam posed before we started recording, where were you? What did you jump over mm-hmm. or what was the reaction? Liam, where were you? I was at my parents' house and I I jumped over their couch, like a two foot jump right over it. It's the most athletic I've been since I was like 12. Dan, <laughs> Dan McDavid's OT winner. Where were you and how did you celebrate? I was at one of our watch parties. I just was trying to look it up to remember if it was at Beercade or if it was at... Um, Pint white, the pint white. I just can't remember, but it was one of the watch parties and we were going bananas. Rick. Uh, I would have been at work and I would say there's a very good chance. It's the, uh, the video of me doing the, uh, stone cold beers, but I honestly have no, no idea. Tyler. Tamest of the three. Uh, I was sitting at home and I remember I was just watching the game. Me and my girlfriend sitting on oh. the couch. And I remember when it went into OT, I was petrified because I was the uh, Blake Coleman kick. Well. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, God, the flames are going to get one here. And the series is going to be three, two. And you have to, you know, my experiences throughout my life as a sports fan have not been great. Mm. Bills, Jays, Oilers, not a lot of good shit happening the to me trio. over the last 24 years or the last 25 years of my existence. Leave D hop alone, by the way. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> I remember sitting there talking to my girlfriend being like, fuck, this is like a shit turning point in this series. And then Connor scored and I jumped up, cheered, and then I just kind of sat on the floor of my apartment for probably about 20 minutes, scrolling Twitter, and I just kept saying over and over again, something good happened. Like, <laughs> he did it. Like, me. of course it was McDavid. Like, again, it could have been one of those moments where it's like a, off a skate, random back door, and like Derek Ryan pokes it in. But it was... <laughs> Connor McDavid to do it in a big moment like that. I just couldn't believe how it all played out and that the Oilers did something that significant. And I know a lot of people are like, Oh, it's just a second round win. But like the significance of beating the flames in that series, the way they did was more than just a second round win. I got an Instagram memory from my stories. So I was at home. I was blogging. I was drinking red wine. And when that goal went in, I tiger uppercutted probably six feet in the air. Leo. <laughs> I leapt like a gazelle skyward. Scared like the it. shit out of my dog too. Sorry, Frank. Yep. He had to leave. He had to leave the room. <laughs> he doesn't like when I scream at the TV. <laughs> he doesn't understand. But you know what? You know what, buddy? Sometimes you got to. All right, let's move it. Let's rip through some assy idiots questions real quick. We got two segments. We got to do Tyler. We're running out of time. We got a heart out. <laughs> First question coming at Liam. Uh, you know what? This one's too. No, we can do this. Make it the best starting five lineup you can for the Oilers. Okay. Starting five using only players that have been traded away. Oh, oh boy. Like, uh, okay. I was just trying to do it off the top of my head. Summer one. Gretzky. Chris Pronger. 
right? He got traded. He's starting with defense. Like there's, there's, I don't the, know. Um, I, yeah, I guess Gretzky. there's a caveat that says in the McDavid era, but that'll just take too long. So let's just yeah. open it up. Oh, if uh, we're doing it all time, all you, time. Gretzky. Okay. Well, like let's, how about let's avoid them then? So from 1992 on with them, you can't have with the Oilers. You can't yeah, 90, they 90, 92 North, 92 North. Okay. I'll go Hall and Ebley on the wings. I'll go Pronger on defense. Um, they traded. I'll just say Rollison. That's the only goalie. Actually, I'll do a Dubinick just to go a bit different. Um, and then Senaman. The only Senaman I can think of in my head is Andrew Cogliano for some reason. Oh yeah. So I'll go him. So and we got Holland Ebbs and Cogliano. Cogliano, Pronger, Pronger Dubnik, and we'll go. I can't even think of any defenseman. Uh, Brandon Manning. <laughs> bit of, bit of, no. toughness. <laughs> Dan, who's your starting five of players only been traded away? I'll go with Alish Hemsky. Oh yeah, that would have been a good Jason one. Jason Arnett. That would have been better. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and Ryan Smith. And then I'll go with on defense. Pretty I'll close say to Liam, Eric Brewer and Chris Pronger. And then on in goal goalies we've traded away. Let's say Tim Thomas. Let's just do it. We traded Tim Thomas. Yeah, we had Tim Thomas. Yeah, they had yeah. his rights for like a half second. Yeah. Rick, what do you got for a starting five? Cujo get traded? Yeah. Okay, so we're going Cujo. Or did he go as a free agent to oh, Toronto? No, I, think I we, thought he left as a free agent. I think he left as a free agent. We couldn't afford him. Yeah, I, I thought believe. that was it. We traded for him from St. Louis and then... I remember getting him. I just don't remember. Oh, yeah, we acquired him by a trade. Sorry. Yeah. Okay, so let's go... You can't have him. Oh, we never trade Goalies we traded. Traded, dude. <laughs> While Rick's thinking, I'll Sal, go. Sal, Tommy Sallow. Well, then we're going Chris Pronger. We trade him. Then we're gonna go Adam Larson. Then we're going down the middle. We didn't trade Adam Larson. He walked. Oh God! I, signed his. Yeah, we also, I'm gonna change my answers to Schmied instead of Manning. <laughs> <laughs> Tyler, go ahead. It's because he couldn't sucks. use Brandy Manning because Brandy Manning hadn't been traded away. Mm. Sallow, Brewer, Pronger. Did we trade Doug Wait? We traded away Doug Waite. Yes. Doug Waite, Paul Hemsky. Okay, I'm going to go. Sorry, wrong. go ahead, Rick. Okay, I'm going to throw two. Yeah, so I'm going to go Bill Guerin, Alex Hemsky, Doug Waite, Chris Pronger, Eric Brewer, Tommy Salo. I'm going to go in net. I'm going to go. Uh, hmm. Let me think here. Cam Talbot. Did. On defense, I'm going to go Eric F. Brewer. Petrie. I'm also going to go Jeff Petrie because he just, I'm going to get this question over with <laughs> up front. I'm going to go who we got here. I love hammer, love hammer. I'm going to go Sean Horkoff down the middle. Did you get traded? Yes. Okay. For uh Philip Larson in a seventh round. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go Ryan Spooner that. on the side. And weather great DJ sure. Spooner. And on my other side, I'll go. I don't know. Cares. Would Ryan Schmied. Spooner's DJ nickname be DJ Spooner or hear me out, Ryan Spinner? Ooh, no, I, I like say that. Be DJ Cuddles, man. Okay. <laughs> I'd be Question DJ two, Ryan. Ask the idiots, Tyler. I'm inviting you over for a barbecue and you have to bring a side. What are you bringing? Caesar salad. Oh, that sucks. Rick, what do you bring as a side? Oh, potato salad. Macaroni salad. Coleslaw. Maybe corn on the cob. There you go. Damn it. There you go. I'm going to bring some nice garlic potatoes or something. Oh, Baked potatoes. Nice bringing the garlic? But bread. there's nothing better than a steak and a Caesar salad at a barbecue. I would argue. Nice and light. If you've been sucking back beers all day, you need something light. A Caesar salad is not light. <laughs> it's lightish. It is light. 
It's a, lighter than, lighter than potatoes lettuce, is what I'm getting at. Is this steak? It's got lettuce. We're, talking about, we're talking about weight, right? Yeah. Are we talking about like lightness in terms of like caloric intake? And, oh, yeah. And, I was no, no, not no. referring lightness to lightness by weight and like chews. Are you putting a swallow? How are you putting a in you? fish in your Caesar salad? <laughs> Tyler yes. measures by chew per swallow. Mm-hmm. When you're drunk, yes, I do. That's why I'm always just cooking up his veggies. Bed. Yeah. Next question, Rick. Let's, let's say the Oilers all of a sudden do not exist anymore. What NHL team are you rooting for? I don't know. I'm already in the ground. Then um, <laughs> wherever they went, Tyler, Columbus, Dan, probably Vegas. Uh, probably Seattle. I probably wouldn't cheer for hockey to be honest. Okay, you're gonna follow them where they go. I don't know. Well, I'm taking this as they don't exist. You know what I mean? Oh, you're just going to like up and he's taking it like 1986 Mets. Holy. Plane crash. 86. Was it? I don't know. I don't know. I have no idea. I don't think so. Mine would be the Chicago Blackhawks. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know. When I moved to Canada, they were the best team. Okay. I will pick the, who's somebody that nobody gives a fuck about. I'll, also, I'll follow Tyler and Columbus. Yeah, we'll be we'll start cbjnation.com. Yep, nobody will read it. <laughs> <laughs> Next question. Liam. That all up. What is one non-sports related skill you wish you had? Uh, I wish I could play the guitar and sing. That'd be nice, Dan. I wish I could be invis- invisible. That I'm is invincible. not sports related. That and is true. Not a skill. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> I'll, I wish I could speak multiple languages. That's a good one. Just like a naturally high IQ. Yeah, just smarter than everybody. Yeah. Yeah, I know what that's like. It's good. Like Bradley Cooper. Tyler. <laughs> I was going to uh, cook. I wish I could cook. Don't you make frozen veggies? Yeah, frozen like, veggies. I make, like, I'm learning how to cook better, but I wish I had that like natural knack. Don't for, you, you know? make frozen veggies? <laughs> Gotta start watching those food, sh- food shows. I watch a lot of food TikTok. I watch a lot uh, of You gotta get TikTok. the whole show. <laughs> My skill, I think I would like to have is, I think it'd be a really cool to be like a really good artist. Like to draw uh, yeah. like a really fucking cool picture or something. That would be neat. That would be cool. And also like a nice, I imagine it to be a soothing activity to do. Yeah. What are you laughing at? Like playing the Liam's guitar. response to <laughs> Some, one of those Oilers alert accounts that always just tweets out like little factoids throughout the day. For some reason, they tagged Liam in the thing about Frank and they were like, asked by Liam Horovin on Owen every day, but what kind of Summer Holland's going to have? And then it's a Frank quote. So I responded to him and said, good question, Liam. And he said this fucking dead <laughs> meme of Squidward dabbing. I don't know. Fucking hilarious. <laughs> There you go. Ask the idiots. Just slide on into my DMs. We could ask the boys questions. It's the off season. You can ask weird ones. You can ask weird ones. Ask me anything. You can ask Liam anything you want. Anything you want. This isn't Reddit. Oh, yeah. Let's go. I got to piss like fucking crazy. I had an energy drink and two things of water. Oh. Well, Sounds we don't like have a deal yet. So yep. Still got two hours left. Yeah, still two hours left. Make sure to stay hydrated. All right, everybody. Let's start off with our veggies. It is time for cold performers of the week. Look back at the last week or so in your life. Things that haven't gone so well. Liam, you're up first because you're right in front of me. You're a cold performer of the week. My cold performer of the week is me for being stupid. I decided to take my own car to Calgary this weekend rather than my girlfriend's significantly better car. And as I was halfway down there, my check engine light came on. I had to go and get it done in a shop. Turns out all it was was like a sensor, but I had to get an oil change too. So it cost me more money when it could have been affordable. Light turns on. I don't got to do it right away. I know, but then I checked my oil. And also, like, 
my girlfriend was like, oh, you want to drive back three hours with a check engine light on? I was like, yeah. Didn't work out well. And my oil was low. It's a little tape over top Seems of like, like Homer. Like Homer. Former of the week. Yeah. I can't say that though. I ah, caught that. Sorry. <laughs> Nisha Dan, your cold form of the week. Uh, well, my cold form of the week is going to go to the tire uh, that blew last week in the morning before our episode. So I wasn't able to make it in. Mm. Uh, then there was a, t- a nail that went into the other tire. So then I had to replace the whole set of tires. Uh, and then I, because I missed last week's episode, you guys didn't tell me that we weren't re- recording an episode on Tuesday. So I showed up on Tuesday and spent the whole day here when I could have done other things. So my hop or my cold before the week is going to go to that damn tire for deflating, making me miss all that stuff afterwards. We have been hoodwinked, bamboozled, led astray, run amok, and flat out deceived. Rick, your cold form of the week. Any the Blue Jays. Oh, they are. Oh, get cold. Oh, that is a broke our, when broke the our Oilers streak. are out, all of my, oh, my emotional investment goes right into the Jays, right? <laughs> and I, my nights are made or ruined by their results. They're getting my cold performer too, specifically whatever the hell happened to Alec Manoa. I was like, Alec Manoa's my cold What's performer. going on right now? If this team doesn't turn it around, I will have nothing to look forward to in my summer of fun. What the oh. hell is going on? <laughs> Uh, my cold performer was going to be Alec Manoa. <laughs> yeah, we're all on the same page here, boys. The big man bad? hasn't been the big man. Has he been bad? I haven't. Well, I don't watch Blue Jays. Out of right the now. seventy-two uh, qualified starters in the majors this year, he's got the worst ERA, fifth worst walk, or sorry, fifth worst ERA, worst walks per nine, worst WHIP per nine, and something else. And this is per a nine. league with the Oakland A's in it. who have ten wins, and he is last. Yeah, amazing. Mm-hmm. Good for him. <laughs> Are you thrilled? I'm not. <laughs> Let's finish off the podcast with a positive note. Reversing the order. Tyler up first. We are going to get a weekend of good weather with no smoke. It's good to see they're starting to lift some of the fire bands and see Hopefully they're not doing it prematurely, but like things are getting under control in the province. People can go back home and we can enjoy a warm weekend where we can actually see the sky. That's my hot performer of the week. Feeling hot, hot, hot. Feeling hot, hot, hot. Rick, your hot performer of the week. Michael Block. Hell of a story. Yeah, he was fun. It's getting hot in here. Kind of a weird comment the other day, though, when he was like, if I had the distance of Rory, I'd be one of the best golfers in the world. It's like, eh, I don't know about that. And he was plus 11 yesterday. Yeah, he shit the bed yesterday. Eh, where she goes. Dan, your hot performer of the week. Uh, my hot performer of the week is just going to be that there's an election on Monday. Everybody go out and vote. Doesn't matter where you're voting. Just vote. Uh, election season is upon us. It's a good performer of the week. Put some respect on my name. Liam Horobin right in ballot. Are you a citizen? <laughs> I will not be voting. That's why I mute every politician's name on Twitter. You're because you're not a citizen, right? Yeah, I'm not a citizen. I'm legally not allowed to vote. <laughs> yeah, you're not um, just like making a weird stance. Like you were no, just no, no, can't no. Vote. I cannot vote. Thanks, Trudeau. Anyways. <laughs> Who's your hot performer? Hot performer he voted the for the king, though. Is, uh, I went to the Calgary Cavalry game on Sunday, and I met Joe Mason, who used to play for Bolton Wanderers as the team I support in England, and he was a great man to meet. Boy. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. How were the cheeseburgers? Uh, I had a hot dog, and the food of the, the Cavalry, if you're in Calgary, listen to this, I would go. The event is is amazing. It's a great afternoon. Can you do that? What? The cheeseburger guy eat a hot dog? Oh, I can do what I want. I'm on summer vacation. Wow. Hot dog <laughs> season of hot dogs for Liam. Yep. That just reminds me like if it, I want to go get drunk at the water park this summer. I just think it'd be fun. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Always fun. Summer fun. Uh, my hot performer of the week is the fact that for the last two days, come into work, go home, walk my dude, 
It's nice out. It's not smoky. And then what do I do after I'm done with my walk and my, and my dude's happy and he's happy? I crack a beer and I barbecue. Mm. The last two days, I've got a spotless barbecue that I cleaned last weekend. So the last couple of days, I've been barbecuing and drinking beers and it just makes me happy. That's my hot perform of the week. This is why I'm hot. I'm hot because I'm fly. You ain't because you not. And there you have it. Another podcast in the books. We are down to one a week. It is the Friday episode of Oilers Nation Radio. I want to say thank you to AMA Travel, to Betway, and to Oodle Noodle for making it all possible. And for you for listening and welcoming us into your ear holes. We've still got another two hours. Dan wants me to stretch it out. <laughs> Bro, I am so close to actually just getting up and leaving if we don't wrap this up. I got to piss so bad. Tyler has to pee pee. Otherwise, he's going to leak. <laughs> I'll de- oh, you see, you're trying to push me. I will stand up and walk out. I hope all three guys over there just went downstairs and took up every stall and and, oh, uh, and urinal. First, mm. you might have to use the old almost an hour twenty of this podcast. I think <laughs> almost it's have enough. to use the old unisex sink. <laughs> sink, <laughs> yeah, saves water. Yep, saves water, saves time. Great Tyler, up. great episode feel? this week, everybody. I'll just end it. I already ended the video part of it. <laughs> there you have it. Have a great weekend, everybody. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hi, this is Paige from Giggly Squad, and I want to talk to you about Splash Refresher and my water intake. Okay, so you guys obviously know that I'm a hydrated girly, but sometimes when you drink that much water, it starts to just taste bland, and you're just like, I need something to spice it up. That's why I love Splash Refresher. It has zero sugar, zero calories, and it's a splash of sweetness, and they come in five different flavors. They're so good. Wild berry, acai grape, pineapple mango, lemon, and mandarin orange. My favorite is the wild berry because I just I just love a berry. So if you're like me and you're drinking water all day, then try Splash Refresher. It's going to absolutely change your water game and it's good for you. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. All right, hockey fans, listen up, because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Face-Off Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal. Every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes, because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the 
big dogs, the people who can win an entire round. It's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. 